Hey, welcome to the Obligatory Podcast. This is Mike Hurley. And I'm Kermit. Hey, good to be back. Man, it's been, what, we took a couple of weeks off? I uh, mean, you you guys don't know it because we're such professionals that we know we're going to take time off. We record ahead so we can still release. What's our release time nowadays? Where are we looking every at? Every Thursday at 11. Thursday at 11 o'clock. So you can expect the newest releases from us. Just go ahead. You can hear us on uh, Podbean, of course. Podbean. Uh, iTunes, of course. iTunes. And uh, just recently, we're on Spotify now, we're right? We're on Spotify. All right. So you have you no longer have an excuse. We're on basically the most popular platforms, not to brag. We got one more. We, what we got to get? Google Play. Are we on Google Play or we can need yet. to? That's need what to I'm working on that. next. Okay, cool. And of course, you can uh, you can watch if you're more of a visual person, as a lot of you are. Uh, go ahead and watch us on YouTube. And uh, where can they find us on YouTube, Kerm? On your channel, right? Yeah, if you, but if you type in obligatory podcast, it pops up. It pops up? Yep. Yeah, just type in, go YouTube, search obligatory podcast with Kermit and Mike, and uh, you can check out all our episodes. I believe, what, we got eight up right now? Nine, yeah, eight, yeah, nine will be up by the end of this week. Sorry, nine. You mean Thursday at eleven Thursday. o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the video, yeah, the yeah. video. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. video will be up. The audio will be out, but the video kind of takes time. Nice man, you've you've been yeah. doing. I've been checking out some of the videos. You've been doing some like a nice little editing job. Yeah, somewhere. just trying to. Yeah, just interesting. Show stuff. people that are interested. Like I know what's coming now. I'm still interested to watch it. Now, so that's good. <laughs> let's let's talk about the major news in the world today. I got a chair. That's Look right. at this. Look at you. Look at oh, this. Fancy. Yeah, we're starting a little bit late tonight because I came in a box. Took you, so took I you had a while. To, uh, it, you know what? Uh, for not having directions for the first half of it, <laughs> I think I did fairly well. I think I did pretty good. You got to admit, it looks pretty nice. It's better than the music bench, right? I guess. I mean, it's your back. It <laughs> is my back. And I, I've been doing things to fix my back lately because... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure most of it comes from sleeping on a rock-hard futon unless I'm on the road in a hotel. But um, I also think that maybe at 41, I'm just too old to be wearing Chuck Taylor Converse's with, you know, wh- one day it turn into that I'm like, hmm, I'm looking for something with decent arch support, you know? So I'm thinking maybe the flat, no-support shoes are probably out for now. What about being 41 and sleeping on a futon? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'd like to say that's not where I saw, saw myself at 20, but I'd be <laughs> lying. <laughs> you know what? You, but there's a great there's a great line out there. Uh, and it was actually uh, one of my favorites, Bill Burr, I think a lot of people's favorites, had actually said, uh, yeah, go ahead, chase your dreams. You know, there is nothing wrong with being 40 years, and sleep, 40 years old and sleeping on a futon rather than being married in a house with kids you don't like, working a job you hate. And being 40. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of mashed up both of those worlds. (laughs) You know? What you got to say about a guy trapped uh, in a house with kids in a relationship and chasing the dream on a futon? What you got to say about that? Uh, And he'd probably say something like, well, I was telling you to go for one or the other. You know? But... Yeah, so that's it. Uh, but uh, anyways, yeah, man, it's been a it's been a lifetime since we've been in front of the mic. A so, lifetime. Uh, yeah. Were you itching? Yeah, dude. I I was so. Uh, just so you guys know, we took last week we didn't record because you had uh, you had what going on? Well, uh, what did I have going on? It, it was spring break for you, right? That's what it was. So you had the camp over yeah. at Winter Garden Karate. Yeah, I was working from seven till eight eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was just be I was just tired. Just exhausted. I, yeah, huh? I just I couldn't do it and had to wake up mm-hmm. every morning at six. So right. I was like, no, yeah. no podcast. Yeah, especially because even when we recorded, I don't think a lot of people understand how much time you put into the editing and the uh, doing all this stuff. I call magic because I just assume that's how everything <laughs> happens. I'm like, it's magic. He just does. It's gonna something. be interesting during the summer. 
Why is that? Because my summer camp. Because you got summer it's camp? Ten weeks. Uh, we're going to have to be like squirrels just stockpiling <laughs> episodes to get us through the summer. Well, like, well, why are they talking about movies that came out two months ago? <laughs> like, it's years. the hottest thing ever. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably be better during the summer. The spring break kind of uh, Speaking of which, man, I meant to tell you, um, I believe it was, yeah, it was the Wednesday after we recorded a couple of weeks ago. I actually took the kids over to your class. That's right. Yep. Because uh, the my ninja school. Yes, the oldest has been interested in getting into karate, and uh, you were like, "Bring them by, let them check out a class." And then, it's it's across town at the worst time of day to go across town. It's but a, it, it was like, "Hey, let's see if they're interested," and then f- you'd recommend something closer if they were into it. And I gotta tell you, man, I was impressed. I mean, I've <laughs> never seen you in that aspect aspect as the instructor and everything over there and Uh-oh. let me tell you when when you have people shorter than you in your charge <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> i mean in a good way in a respectful good way you like, saw the power seeping oh out. man <laughs> they they don't mess with you man they you you go right Control into that room you, yep. bro oh you do too uh, but i mean what i was most shocked with is like i know i brought the uh i brought the seven-year-old in right and then on the way over his little brother four years old holly was like i want to do cry too i'm like mm. and even though your school says ages four and up i was like holly just turned four in like january i'm like he's probably not going to be able to do anything over there and i asked you right before you start i'm like hey man um, hate to throw this on you is it okay the four-year-old just kind of hangs and, and you're like oh yeah yeah that's good and i'm like really because i know my four-year-old and yeah. i'm like and i got pictures of him lined up when you lined up the class just all the way down at the end and the thing i love the most and i think a lot of kids do this they'll give their dad some lip every now and then or maybe be like oh i know you as soon as you told him like more than once do that he's like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) he he didn't know how to take it from a stranger telling him to do something it must be the gi it's the gi in the belt trust me (laughs) and i'll tell you uh the stuff you got him to follow along doing like just in the first you guys worked with him for like half an hour because you're like just so you know, he loses attention. You know, we we know we call him what little warriors or mini warriors. Mini warriors. Yeah. But you had him doing basically everything the you know seven, eight, nine, ten year olds were doing. And yeah, he was doing it at a different capacity. But when you guys started doing like the exercises, I was I was surprised. Uh, there was that instru- your assistant instructor over there, Devin. Like just the amount of time you guys spend with kids, and you you like connect right away. And you know the other thing was like I've been through karate. And uh, seven years Taekwondo and one of those, what you call the classes where it's you sit there and throw the punches. You, you had like a name for those. The like, katas? Yeah, like mostly focuses on katas. And yeah, like, yeah, the forms. Y- you and guys, that. you know, his first night, you had Aiden on a bag within like 20 minutes, you oh, know, yeah, doing yeah. kicks. That's <laughs> what they want to do. Nobody wants to throw That's punches just, in the air. It's such a different way of instructing. Like, it, it you yeah. could tell that they were having more fun. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's what was really interesting to me over there. Yeah, man. People people get too wrapped up with the whole traditional stuff. Mm-hmm. And kids nowadays are like, nah, I got a tablet. I got, it's I got that ADHD I have, kicking yeah, I don't, in. I don't deal with this. Yep. So if you get it, you keep making them kind of just do crazy stuff and just change mm-hmm. it up, they'll be fine. Yeah. And I think at one point, uh, Oliver it was probably 20, 25 minutes in. He just did that thing four year olds do. He's like, he. He's out there with you. And he's like, yeah, I want to go sit with my daddy now. And <laughs> he, he started walking out. towards me. And I started to walk to get him out of the way as one of those. I want to get him out of the way and not bother anybody. I think I and kicked you out. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, you sit down. You get back here. He belongs to me right now. And I'm like, oh, oh, gee, okay, <laughs> you can keep him. <laughs> and Ollie, yeah. And Ollie was even like, 
Oh, it went waddling back your way. I said he belongs to me, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He belongs to me now. He belongs to me for the next 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, because I saw you. I was like, what are you doing? Get mm-hmm. the hell out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Don't yeah. come on the I was floor. Like, I was like, okay. And now he's like all, all looking for daddy. I'm like, nah, yeah. nah. So, yeah, 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 just you guys obviously have experience dealing with kids of all ages. Been doing it for, man, for 25 years. Sheesh, 14, man. 15 years. I think we're going on 15 years mm-hmm. uh, in Winter Garden. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, what you do, Monday and Wednesdays, you do classes from 6.30 to 7.30. For beginners, is it any ages or kids? Like The oldest in that class would be like a 12-year-old. Okay, so from like 4 to 12. Yeah. And then on Fridays, you do actually sparring? So I have a class every day. I know you have a class every day, but for like the younger kids. It's all it's all rank. Oh, okay. So, it doesn't matter if you are 18, 4, mm-hmm. 30, you come Friday. Okay. And you fight. Wow. Yeah. You just said that like very fight clubby. Like, <laughs> like almost like if it's your first night, you have to you fight. You have to fight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what happened. We throw you right in the fire. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're like, I've only been to one Wednesday class. Well, this is how you learn. Suck it up, buttercup. Here you go. <laughs> Nothing makes you want to learn how to do a rising block like getting hit in the head a couple of times. <laughs> you know? You can practice in theory all you want, but until you get whacked in the head and go, oh, it'd be nice to have something to defend myself against that. No, I so. mean, we break it down. We don't just throw them and beat them up. But yeah. I mean, I do. Yeah. yeah it yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. Smack a little one around. <laughs> Legally. 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 I'm just teaching them. I'm just teaching them. So, um, yeah, what did you have uh, last weekend? Or actually, we've been off for two weeks. Did you do anything? Did you have anything St. Patty's Day weekend? Were you working anywhere? No. No, okay. You no, were no, no, off. no, no. That's spring break. That week. was spring break. No, I mean, I stayed home. I stayed away from Patty because it was... Yeah, amateurs. Yeah, it's just people just having drink and they go out and get they get plastered. Yeah, I actually uh, I was off the weekend, but then uh, Carmen Valone called me up and asked me if I wanted to do guest spots in uh, Bonkers Sanford with him and just sell some merch on Patty's Day. Yeah, well, Patty's Day was Saturday and uh, Friday, so Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I went, dude. How was it? Merch was amazing. Oh, they were actually behaved. Instant. Yeah, like, and it's funny. I was there booked to headline St. Patrick's Day last year, so it kind of all worked out. Oh, uh, okay. But, um, yeah, you know, that place, it they're really trying. They've renovated a lot. They changed the floors and over there. They're trying to make it a better room. Oh, uh, okay. And I haven't been It's funny because they're getting new tables, new floors, and I'm like, just get a decent sound system. Yeah, that's what they really need, Let's man. Cause... Same thing. I brought my own mic stand. I'm doing a guest spot. I'm bringing my mic stand <laughs> and a mic and everything, just like stuff. You guys are a weekly room. You should have this down, you know? You would think they would. But, uh, well, what did you do last week then? Because you were all... You were you were the improv's favorite son last weekend, huh? Oh, you mean this past weekend? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, you got weekend. to work with some uh, decent people. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude. go ahead, brag. Okay. Are you brag about this? Yeah. Well, I want to hear. Interesting. Like. Yeah, I got some stories. All right. So all right. Saturday, mm-hmm. I uh, hosted or emceed for Jay Moore. The uh, Jay Moore. The Jay Moore. The guy. He actually was the original producer, and I think he came up with the concept for Last Comic Standing, right? He did. He mm-hmm. did. Uh, most people just know him from Jerry Maguire, which is sad. Which is sad because he, his, his resume is ridiculous. Solid stand-up. Yep. And also uh, good impressions, right? Yeah, he did Tracy Morgan. He did Clint did he? Eastwood. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he did his Christopher Walken. He did no, he didn't. Really? Nope. He was he was one of the first guys. Like I get that a lot of comics are like, oh, everybody does Christopher Walken impersonation right now. This is my impersonation of Christopher Walken. Listening to comics do impersonations of Christopher Walken. Oh, that doesn't sound like me. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
Isn't it? Go, oh, like, doesn't he do that too? Oh, oh. Uh, oh. I, no, the joke is. That's it. It's a horrible impression. It's a horrible impression. I got it. it. <laughs> so Jay Moore was he a nice guy? Good dude. Great guy. Really. He's awesome. You're so, not just saying that. No. Like so, we usually say that, and then we no, get no, off there, and we're like, he's, he's so a prick. cool. He's yeah. so cool. Um, so the first show, because there's two shows. It was seven o'clock show, and then a nine forty-five show. Because you only hosted the Saturday, right? I only did Saturday because Ken uh, Ken Miller gave me Saturday. I guess he had a gig on Saturday. He oh, was okay. supposed to do the whole Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. He did Thursday, Friday, and he was nice enough to give me Saturday. Uh-huh. So I uh, MC seven and nine forty-five. Seven o'clock show starts, mm-hmm. and Jay Moore cannot be a, get a hold of. They can't get a hold of him. So like we gotta start the show. <laughs> so the, the feature, uh, uh, Cody Woods. I'm like, if anything, I'm gonna have to tell you to stretch. He's like, yeah, I got it. I go, okay, cool, because I don't know where he's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did 15 uh-huh. up front, and then you know, then I brought Cody on. Still no Jay. No Jay. And I'm like, I'm looking at time, I'm looking at time. And I know Cody is about to, I can feel it. Like mm-hmm. he's wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went like that. And he's like, okay. So he did like only one, maybe two more jokes. And then he, like if he went long, he went like at least 30 to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Still no Jake. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh boy. So he gets off. Now it's back on you. Yeah. So I get on there. <laughs> I do the menu. I mean, not the menu, but the comment cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I do that. The and then I look in the corner of my eye. I see him. We good? We good? I, was, I hear Jay. We're good. <laughs> I was like, all right. And you haven't even met him yet. No. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> you came in late in the weekend. So you're yeah. just like. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, boom. You know, I do the whole intro. Mm-hmm. You know, and he comes up on stage and we, I jump in the air, give him a high five. And we act like we know each other. He's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I overslept. Yeah. Well, fair enough. And he gets on. He goes. That's his opening. Hey. So I overslept. Mm-hmm. I just woke up. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing his hat. Looks like a bird sat on my head. Kind of he started doing those jokes, mm-hmm. and then uh, he did his set. First show, amazing. Yeah. So show ends, and uh, we go in the green room, and uh, we're chilling in the green room. I go, you know, introduce myself, and we're just talking, and we're just kicking the shit, talking everything but comedy, which mm-hmm. is always good. Right. And um, he goes, "Hey, you know what? I gotta show you something. I got a documentary coming out, and uh, yeah, I'm in it." Would you mind taking a look at it? Hmm. I go, yeah, for sure. So he pops his laptop, kind of like how you have. <laughs> As he pops open the laptop, mm-hmm. the volume the volume level on his laptop is already at 100. Wow. I, I can't see what's on. And the reason why I say that, because as soon as he opens it. Porn? Starts playing <laughs> loud. Is it sad that we knew right where that was going? I didn't see it coming, but it, it was so loud. Did he turn beat red? Yeah. Because <laughs> at first, go at first, he go. Did he plan this? And he mm-hmm. go, and and his face was so embarrassed. Yeah, that you could tell it wasn't. But a... then the server came in, mm-hmm. uh, the girl, and she's like, "Uh, I'm just gonna come back later." <laughs> well, okay. And I was just sitting there like, um, he's like, "Man, I forgot to turn that off from last night." Like clearly. Clearly, <laughs> so, um, whatever. I, you know, we we laugh and we banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Second show starts up. He goes, "Hey, I want to get out of here. Everyone's gonna do ten. Got it. Ten, ten, ten. Right. So, um, well, sh- he he's well. Everybody's gonna do ten. There's only three of us. Well, yeah, but there's you, a guest spot. Oh, okay. But the feature did his twenty or thirty, right? Feature did like fifteen. He gave everybody 10. Yep. Yep. He was like 10, 10, 10. He wow. wants to get out of here. He wants to leave, which we didn't leave. 
So, yeah. um, show's starting to push almost at midnight. And right. the crowd's getting a little bit rowdy. And While he's on stage. Yeah, they're a little bit chatty, and he's addressing it one too many times. Mm-hmm. And he brought a Gatorade bottle on stage. Right. And for whatever reason, the person literally on the front row goes, Gatorade! And he loses his shit. Was that a line of his from something? No, it's just from Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was trying to remember. I'm like, it sounds familiar. It's nothing to do with him. <laughs> no. It's not like Rob Schneider's up on stage and someone's like, oh, get it done. Yeah, no, it's nothing. not your tagline. Someone yelled it out. So he pauses because he was about to do a Tracy Morgan joke mm-hmm. or a story. Right. He pauses. He goes, every time you open your fucking face you make the show worse everyone goes crazy <laughs> was this the first time the guy had said anything no the, he addressed this guy a couple times oh okay and uh i guess craig was nowhere to be found Ooh. and i had to go get craig and then finally i told craig craig went over there and jay's like no no the show's already over let him sit so he goes <laughs> and doing this some guy in the back goes we pay good money to watch you it's like from level Five, he went to like level 20. <sighs> Fuck you. I've been here for 45 minutes. I gave you a show. You know what? And then the guy in the front says something. He goes, I will headbutt you the fuck out. Wow. Fucking place goes nuts. Laughing. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, a part of me goes, should I record this? I'm like, no, I want to keep my job. <laughs> like, and um, so whatever. He does his Tracy Morgan joke. Mm-hmm. He finishes his. Finishes his finish, puts the mic on, walks, goes in the green room, grabs his stuff, orders an Uber, and leaves. <laughs> Didn't was he doing merch? Any other show? No, he doesn't do he, merch. Does he do meet and greets usually? No, nope. nope, we did no meet and greet this whole week. Mm. And uh, but he didn't even stay around. Like usually he sticks around. You know, people just stick yeah, around. We go in the out. green room. We yeah, talk. yeah. Gone. Nothing. And I was like, man, I didn't get a photo. And, <laughs> That's the only the, thing that went to my head. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So first show was great when he just woke up from the nap. Yep. And then second show just that went off the heckler, rails man. because of the hecklers and the Yeah, what was it? Was he just why was the audience like running late? Did you did the first show end late? And that's why the second show got loaded late. Like you yeah, said because you said people were like restless and everything else. I'm just wondering if everybody did ten minutes, you know, I how mean, did you end up going so late? And if I mean, he was, was only at forty five when he, he he was in the zone. He was having a good time. But I mean, he only did forty five minutes, right? Well, he said that, but I but mean, it was, it was had, way more than forty five yeah. minutes. He still just saying in general, I did oh, forty five okay. minutes for you, uh, which I'm only allowed, which I, yeah. which I'm contracted contracted to do. To do but I yeah. gave you guys more more time because yeah. I like you guys, yeah. and now you ruined it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, so. And apparently, uh, he did this on Friday too. I guess he went off the handle on somebody. But really, I, I mean, that was my first experience. Sounds like maybe longer naps. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> still an awesome guy. Yeah, I freaking love him. Yeah, so, I mean, he's yeah, great. funny dude and everything funny else. Dude. Yeah, I've never got to see him live. Never got to work with him. He's one of those people I'd love to end up sharing a stage with a little. So bit. I don't know if I'm. I don't know. Whatever. I might as well talk about. It. It's not like he's out here, right? So he, I show him my photoshops of all my photoshops I did for the promo for him mm-hmm. or improv. Yeah. He's like, oh man, these are really cool. And you did some funny ones. You did some really right. Funny I showed stuff. him all of them. Yeah. And he goes, let me show you something. So he shows me a cover of his next upcoming uh, special coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he asked me, what do I think about the title? And mm-hmm. I'm like, is, is, and I believe the title was narcissistic 
comedian or something like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. Jay Moore, narcissistic comedian. And I'm looking at it and I go, well, what's the meaning? Well, first off, he goes, what do you think about the font? I go, you want me to be honest? Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah. I go, I hate it. He goes, all right. You don't have to be a dick. I'm like, no, wait. <laughs> you want it honest. <laughs> because it was, like, it was like the basic, like Times Roman, whatever. Mm-hmm, the, it was mm-hmm. so basic. It was so basic. And I was just like, yeah. I hate it. And he's like, all right, you don't have to be a dick. I'm like, well, I didn't mean that. He said, mm-hmm. what do you think about the title? And I was like, I'm not really feeling it because I don't know what it means for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm not feeling it either. <laughs> so then he started telling me about like how he feels when he rides in airplanes and how he feels like uh, in this limited space. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? Like, so in other words, you're 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 here, but you're not doing anything. You're just traveling through the world, mm-hmm. and then you get off, and you have to get you have to get right back onto your world because mm-hmm. the time he gets downtime is on an airplane. Mm-hmm. So he kept saying, "Limited space, limited space, limited mm-hmm. space." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dude, why don't you just name your next album "Limited Space"? Jay mm-hmm. Moore's "Limited Space." Mm-hmm. And like a bulb went off in his head. He's like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. So if he has a special, mm-hmm. I want credit for helping him. No. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, if I can't have Toy Story 2, <laughs> go fuck yourself. I want credit. All right. No. I want no. Credit. Do you know how much shit I've taken from people being like, they've watched your little, your little, the, by the way, the teaser was awesome because me as Buzz Lightyear was cool. But all I did was state the facts. I put it out there. I'm oh, like, boy. I maybe inspired the cover of Toy Story 2. And now you're telling me you're responsible for it. See, it works both ways. No, man. it doesn't. It works. It totally you're does. Credit for bunny ears, which has been around since who knows how long. Dude, it's all about building a better mousetrap. Oh. Every invention was just a you rip off talk, of an invention you didn't before. Talk to it. Tim Allen mm-hmm. about putting bunny ears. No, even but, worse, or, Disney just saw it and took it. <laughs> you didn't talk to Tom Hanks. You, you know what? You didn't talk I to believe Tim when Allen. Jay Moore says uh, thanks for the t- on the cover, yeah. like thanks he's for that. that. He's gonna he's gonna say, he's gonna say that. Yeah. Thanks for the help from the Puerto Rican midget at the Orlando Improv. That's gonna be that. Uh, all right, he didn't say midget, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said Puerto Rico. He's going to give you writing credit on the cover? Yes, he's going to give me full writing credit. Is he really? And we're going to be best friends. (laughs) Is he really? Best friends Really? Really? You you guys are so close, you couldn't even get him for the podcast. I'm going on tour. Nice job. I'm going on tour with him. Are you really? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Cool. I'll believe it when I see it. Screw you, man. That's what... (laughs) So... Congratulations. I hope you're very happy. I am very Uh, happy. Thank you. But then uh, Sunday, who would you work with? Bam, we went right back to Orlando Improv, and I got to MC again. I asked for this one, though. Yeah. The uh, Saturday was a surprise, but I asked for Saturday. Brandon uh, Shop. 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 I would hope you got the name right eventually. Shop. You yes. have to say it at least once. Yeah. Brandon Shop. Uh, he's a UFC fighter. Well, was a UFC, mm-hmm. UFC fighter. Now he's just a, uh, he's a podcaster. He's on Fighter and the Kid, uh, Below the Belt. Uh, right. Hangs out with Brian Callahan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. That whole click. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, super cool, man. And um, now he didn't do stand up. He's story. Or no, well, he's been doing it for two years. Oh, okay, but he's very story. And he's headlining improvs. Yeah. Hey, hey. Here's the thing, and he knows that, and he most knows, of them do. And he goes, "I have no business being up on this stage, mm-hmm. and everything you guys do, I respect you guys." Mm-hmm. Good. Can I have your paycheck? Fast forward. <laughs> no, fast forward to the end of the night. Yeah. He tips me and Cody 150 bucks cash. Nice. Yep. Nice. I was like, all right, dude, you're, was you're my favorite. Was it a special event? So was it like paid tickets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did a VIP package too where you get the meet and greet. Was it packed out? 305 people. Wow. That's great. Dude, it, every, and it was, so it was an MMA crew, uh-huh. you know, MMA crowd. Everyone uh-huh. had cauliflower ears. Right. These are like people you don't want to meet in a dark alley. Right. And I'm talking about the women. Like, I'm not, not just the guys. They're, yeah. Bleh. 
And and, and you fit right in. No, I, I did not. What? Because I'm not built like a crab. Like no, these guys you, are. but I mean, you come from the fighting background and everything else, and you know and appreciate a lot of these right. guys, right? And I didn't do my MMA jokes. I didn't no. want to step on his toes. I didn't know his. I never oh, seen his okay. set. And right, I, even right. Cody, because Cody has a boxing joke and an mm. MMA joke, and we didn't. So do you that. didn't do any of your fighting? No, not at all. In the perfect crowd to do fighting material, you didn't do but fighting I, material. Part of me was like, do you want to step on this guy's? But you could have. You could have just asked them before the show. Nah. You know, like, hey, I'm also a blah blah blah. Do you think it would be? I guess I would have thought that, but I didn't think that. I mm. thought the opposite. Either way, it was a great show. I've only been tipped extra from a headliner once, and that That's was my first. that was uh, I opened for Angela Johnson. You know Angela Johnson. Yeah. Uh, she was on Mad TV. Uh, one, she's best known for is it Banquita? Uh, she does that. You know Hispanic yeah, nail. Hispanic tech. nail. Yeah, jig. going in. Yep. And um, sweet lady, and uh, her husband at the time. I'm not sure if they're still married. I haven't followed. But is like a Christian rock star. Okay. Like, yeah. So like I get booked to host and I get called into the office and it's her tour manager and the GM of the improv. And they're like, hey, I uh, didn't know if anyone told you when we booked you, but this has to be a fully clean weekend. A lot of people come out from the, her church. That's a lot right. of people. She is a clean and, comic. And I was like, oh. I'm like, well, I guess I can take the fuck out of the abortion joke. <laughs> and, like, the tour manager's face just goes, like, pale. And the GM of the improv's like, Mike. And the tour manager goes, yeah, that's not going to work. I'm like, you're right. That joke does not work without the fuck. <laughs> and I just walked out the door and, like, left them there. And I got called back in, like, a minute later. I'm like, no, I, I can do clean. So then we had good shows. It was a fun weekend everything. At the end of the weekend, she just comes up and hands me an envelope. She's like, hey, I really appreciate you you know, keeping it funny and keeping it clean. And, you know, a lot of comics, blah, 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 why fight over it and blah. I'm like, no, it's your show, you know, whatever. And I'm, it, I'm capable of it, so why not do it? And it was, yeah, it was like $200. Nice. Like, yeah, about nice what I get paid. Surprise. Yeah, and like not expected, never expected. Never. I mean, when I came up and even still coming up, uh, you know, the headliners I was working with as a host feature, we go on the road, usually – you know, they'll buy you a meal or something like that. And that's kind of what I've done with the guys I take on the road. Like, I'll pick up, you know, like, hey, I know, let me grab dinner tonight. Let me grab Bell. this. Or, you know, I'll take care of the gas. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's like little stuff, you know? <laughs> so I'd like to think, like, if you ever get to that point where you're making that kind of money, and to hear this Brandon Schaub guy just doing that, you know, two years in, just knowing, like, he's super humble. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's really cool. and mm -hmm. He's going to go far, unfortunately, <laughs> as much as you want to hear that. Yeah, cause I know you hate to hear like. No, I don't hate to hear that. I thought you, well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. He's not an Instagram comic. Right. That's doing bullshit Instagram mm -hmm. videos and then gets on stage and then just shits. No, I think, I think we've talked about it before. It's not so much that I hate the people that's going, working out for. It's just that. You know, you look at it and you look at it all the time. We've spent at open mics and everything else and doing it like this and doing it like that. And then you see the guys that got how many followers. Like, there was a guy at the Improv, what, a month ago or so. Man, he sucks. He's terrible on Instagram, but they give, they him, love a, him. They give him a headline show. And, you know, the Improv, not just the Improv, comedy clubs in general are about what can... I mean, that's why you have psychics and mentalists and everything else. And hypno shows coming in because at the end of the day, you got to remember these clubs are more, sh they're, they're showrooms. They're butts and seats, selling drinks, selling food. Yeah. And, you know, as much as we're like, oh, they're not a real comic. Well, you can't say much 
when you see a girl doing two off night shows on a Wednesday, selling out both at 20 bucks a ticket. And yeah, the people in there aren't laughing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of key at a comedy club. Yeah. But at the end of the day, does it change anything? And you know what? Maybe her career won't last or his career won't last because it will all catch up. But that's not saying the improv's not going to have or any other club's not going to have some other celebrity who's now. I think that's the big arc of it. Like there's people who have made their fame elsewhere. And when that starts crumbling down, they're like, I'll guess I'll become a comedian. You know, right. it's like the thing that we love in our profession is the fallback for people it's not like i go out there and like if comedy's not working i'm like guess i'll be a doctor now and right. just start showing up and doing surgeries you know it just that mindset of oh that will be easy for me to do is what upsets that's me a lot of bit. people that treat comedy like yeah that. i call them freak shows you like a lot of the guys who yeah a lot of the guys who never did stand-up comedy before but they got ce their celebrity fame from television or movies or you know so it's like people will pay to come out and see them at the comedy club. You know, a lot of the wrestlers are doing it nowadays. You know, even yeah. Steve wasn't a stand-up comic, but he could get butts and seats because people, it's basically like a 45-minute meet and greet. Nobody cares about if they're funny. They want to come out to see the guy they saw. They want to hear the stories of celebrity and the encounters yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I need to start doing. Yeah. <laughs> I no, that's, I need to start meeting more celebrities. That's why we got to get to that. <laughs> you know, uh, Louis Anderson used to tell me, like, we, we've sat there having talks about this. He's like, all right, so all you need to do is become Instagram famous, and you're, you're going to be in the best position because you already have material you can do. Now you just need that fame. I was like, well, I was hoping the material was the thing that would lead me to the fame. He's like, not the way it works anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah unfortunately so well that was a good weekend for you man yeah it was good yeah so it was damn good yeah but um yeah what about your weekend didn't you go somewhere though man i had a good i had a good uh wednesday night uh last week i was on ken miller's new faces show ken and i ken does the new faces show the same gets yeah the same that was the same week that, yeah uh, Gets a lot of the newer guys out yeah. there and everything else. But, um, you know, he always brings in one of us guys, I guess the old faces. New faces and old faces. Old faces to kind of close out the show when everything's going wrong. And, you know, so that was a great night. That was about, what, 2.20, probably 2.20 that night. And then I went down to Key West. Went down to Key West. Uh, there's uh, Key West Comedy down there, ran by uh, Ann Walters and Joe Maddos. And uh, love that room. It's my third time going through. Went down there. Two years ago as a headliner, went back last year in June as uh, Screech's Dustin Diamond's opener, had a great time, and then went down this time headlining again. Um, sold out show uh, Thursday night, Friday night, probably had about five or ten seats open. Awesome shows. What they do down there, they do a little weirder. They, uh, you don't have a feature. They have like local comics, and they'll put up like six or seven local guys Jesus. plus a host. So and but they charge fifteen bucks a ticket and the place will be packed. Cause Key West, what else do you have to do? Well, that's that's the thing. It's like uh, in Orlando, comedy so not saturated, but there's so much other stuff going on. Like even the improv, I don't care how big the name is, you know, there's always one night that they're giving away a block of free tickets. Yeah. And so to get people weekly to come out and you know pay fifteen bucks to see a bunch of no names, including the headliner. I mean, they've been getting some bigger acts down headlining. Uh, in Key West, like guys with actual late show credits and stuff like that. But yeah, it was a great time. But I got down there and uh, the comedy con down, 
comedy condo down there is a nice little uh, house. The whole, all of Key West is only a mile by four miles. And as soon as I got out of the car, the guy who was showing me the comedy condo, Joe Matos, Matos uh, was like, uh, oh, watch out for the coconut tree. And I'm like, why? He's like, coconuts kill like 150 people a year. I'm like, what? No, they don't. So, like, literally, there was a coconut tree right over the path to the condo. So, the whole time I'm there, I'm just walking in the grass around. And, uh, yeah. And then one point, I was looking up because even while I was walking downtown, I'm, like, looking for coconuts. I almost got hit by a fucking scooter while I was, like, I'm, like, what's more embarrassing? Get killed by a coconut or killed by a scooter, man? Either way, it's retarded. So, then, like, the whole time I'm down there, I'm just paranoid about coconuts. And it wasn't until I got back home to Orlando that I Googled it. And, man, if there's been 150 deaths in the history of the world by coconuts, I'd be surprised. Like, it, it was a myth that started a while ago. And there was some guy who said, oh, you're more likely to get killed by a coconut than uh, killed by a shark. Like, it was one of those things where they were trying to point out that shark attacks are pretty rare. Okay. So that's how it became this myth. And I think 150 is the total instances throughout history that's documented oh compared to 150 people a year right. killed by coconuts. Yeah, I was say, the dude made it sound like it was like weekly. Yeah, and like Justin Key West. <laughs> I'm like going, man, why? How, how come nobody's walking around with hard hats and shit? That's you a know? weird suicide in Key West. It is. <laughs> or like... I'm surprised there's not like CSI Miami that flowed into Key West where like they found out that someone murdered someone with a coconut to make it look like, you know. The coconut death. Well, do you think it was the coconut? Nah, unless coconuts start carrying guns. What, yeah. what, what's more insulting? After the guy died, do you think they used a coconut to make like someone's like pina colada <laughs> on the oh. resort that it died on? No, because pina coladas are made with pineapples. Isn't it coconut too? No, coconut... No. Yeah. Coconut pina rum or something. I don't freaking pina, know. Pina. It's for like pineapple. It's like right there. You think they use coconut rum? Pina colada. If you like pina colada. I thought it had coconut in it. It probably does. I don't You're probably know. right. Yeah, because whatever. I ruined that joke. That no. wasn't that funny anyways. No. Yeah. Well, we can't end on that. Get in on that. Are you uh, actually looking up what's an ingredient uh, of a pina okay. colada? Well, when I bartend, uh, number one, I, yeah. I hate making frozen drinks. And so you should know this. Everything comes with the Oasis machine. So you get like this little carton of mix and you just pour it in. So you really don't have to do anything. Oh. But um, yeah, one and a half cup ice, if you're doing it fresh. A one and a half cup diced pineapple frozen. Uh, two ounces pineapple juice, two ounces Coco Lopez coconut cream. There you so go. There, there you go. Is. They use the coconut. One and a half somebody. ounces white rum. But I'm, I'm, I imagine coconut rum would be just as delicious, if not more so. One ounce dark rum and pineapple slices. So there you go. All right, well, cool. So all you kids at home listening. All you kids. If mommy and daddy left you home, go check and see what's in the cabinet. Make it is Malibu. But unless you have pineapple slices and umbrellas, don't even start because you're just going to look like a fool. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> you How are you going to drink a proper pina colada without like a little, they call it a little flag. Flare? Oh, they a call flag. it a flag when you got a pineapple, a cherry, and like a spear through it on the a side. A what? A pineapple, a cherry, and spear through it. <laughs> you couldn't do the same sound twice? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sound not. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> professional professional i was just trying to figure out where i want to end this but um yeah so key west was awesome man uh met a lot of cool people had a lot of people coming back from shows i've been on and then 
Saturday night, I was at the Sunrise Theater in Fort Pierce, Florida. Have you done that? The Black Box Theater with Never Casey and Spaz, Casey Peruski, uh, Spaz McGurdy, uh, Casey and Spaz Productions. It's a beautiful, it's connected to the beautiful Sunrise Theater down in Fort Pierce, Florida, right on the water. And they have a black box that seats about 220, 250, I think. Really nice little room. And uh, the coolest thing about that night is it's right close to my hometown of Port St. Lucie. So, like, my parents made it out. I don't get to see them that often. They came out. My brother came out with his girlfriend and everything. And the show, uh, the guy that was hosting for me is a guy who was one of those older guys on the scene when I started out down there. So he was already featuring at B rooms and stuff. So to get to hang out with him again, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird because I remember when you opened for me. I'm like, yeah, those were terrible days, weren't they? <laughs> you know? But um, the best thing is this kid came up to me uh, afterwards, and he, he had, uh, is it called multiple sclerosis? That's when your back looks like a question mark. Yeah. So he had, like, the walker, and he was yeah. there with his girlfriend. And he came up to the merch table afterwards, and he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know. I was just Googling comedy on Comedy Central today and watched a bunch of stand-up. And he's like, and then I just decided, oh, I wonder if there's any places to see comedy in Fort Pierce. And he's like, so I Googled comedy Fort Pierce, and I saw they had this show tonight. And he's like, so I checked out a couple of videos on you and decided to come out to the show. So this was my first comedy show ever. And I was like, oh, you know, man, that's awesome. And he's like, I was a little disappointed because you didn't do one of the jokes that really made me piss myself on your clip. And I was like, what joke? And he started talking about a joke. Have you ever had someone come up to you and be like, dude, that one joke you used to do, and they're explaining a joke, and you don't even remember it? No, because I don't have that much time. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, once you have a lot of time. Uh, so he started talking to me about this joke I did about Cocoa Beach and old men and metal detectors and everything. I ran this joke while I was staying in Cocoa Beach about watching the old guys get up early and, you know, use the metal detectors and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, I, I don't even know where you got a recording of that or a video of that. Cause I think I've only done that joke on stage like twice, maybe three times. Yeah. And then I totally forgot about it. And I'm like, I don't even do it anymore. Cause I'm like, it didn't work. He's like, it's the whole reason I came out tonight to hear that joke. I'm like, well, I guess it's back in the set then, you know? Really? So I, yeah. for a minute, there, I thought he's gonna like curse you out because you had a you had a spinal diffida joke or something. No, no, he turned out to be a really, really cool dude. Um, I we ex exchange information. I'm not sure if he's thinking about getting into comedy, but I, I know he actually DJs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope, nope. I figured. I figured. I'd, Throw it up to you and see what you came down with. And uh, <laughs> this is it. Just to show you, it wouldn't be hard to replace you, Carl. No, it's not that. <laughs> Anyone can do it. You're thinking of DJ names, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I was just thinking of, I'm trying to think of yeah. one that's not so nope, it obvious. I tried. It doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave it alone. But really cool dude. And then when I was walking out to my car, he was out there with his girlfriend. He's like, hey. You want a girlfriend get, too? Oh, I, yeah. I started out with that. He had he had a girlfriend, and he still has a girlfriend, and they were a very sweet, nice couple. And then when I was, they actually were parked by me, so when I was leaving the theater. They were out there, and they're like, "Hey, you want to come get high?" <laughs> I was like, "Which is always a sign of a good show, you know." But uh, even though I talk about having been high on stage, I really don't. Plus, I was driving straight back to Orlando that night, so Ugh. yeah. So it was like Key West, Key West. Fort Pierce, and I picked it up because it was on the way back. And right. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a good weekend for me, man. Good merch, good shows, good times, and uh, tomorrow night, 
I'm actually covering Carmen Villones on the road, so I'm hosting the open mic at the Orlando Improv. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get the big gigs like you, but you know, <laughs> I'll get these open mic gigs. And then uh, I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do for the weekend because uh, I'm off. It's Easter. I'm off, so uh, my dad just had surgery. I want to take the boys down. They didn't get to go see him during spring break, so I want to take the boys down with me. But then also, um, Chris Rodriguez, Marcus Crespo, James John, Ken Miller are going to be out in Okeechobee. They do once a year. They do this big comedy show out there, and I headlined it last year. And like, it's basically a barn out in Okeechobee, like a bar barn. But they pack it out. And, really? uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'll go out there Friday and do a guest spot and just move some merch. But Interesting. Yeah. What about you? What you got going on this weekend? Nothing. Until Krista calls you and just uh, gives until you the someone, whole weekend. Yeah, until someone <laughs> gives you the whole weekend. No, no, no. I don't have anything this weekend, uh, which is nice. Nothing this weekend. But you make it out, do some open mics, do some time, work on some stuff. Yeah, I, do, I, need, I, want, to do, I want to do new stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of my old stuff. Cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you want, you can check us out. Like I said, we are on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. But if you're listening to us right now, you probably figured that out already. Uh, release every Thursday, 11 o'clock-ish. And then on YouTube. Also, uh, this is new this week. Uh, we have an email. We do. We do. All right. We have an email. It took us this long to have it, but I think uh, we've probably had this since day one and just keep forgetting. We forgot to do it. about it. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 really complicated. It's the obligatory podcast at gmail.com. The obligatory podcast at gmail.com. So if you feel like it, write us in. Write us um, your thoughts on the show, what you like to hear us talk about, uh, your criticisms, your insults, which one of us sounds better looking. You know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. You know, take a look at my schedule, MikeHurlihy.com. Uh, I'm learning how to use Instagram, so bear with me. And uh, Kerm, how about you? <laughs> there's nothing to look at my schedule uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm great at instagram though so you can follow me on instagram yeah, he gives good instagram yeah, yeah i give good instagram all yeah. right yep. we'll talk to you next time Take later care.